Hey everyone, I just wanted to let you know before you listen to this episode that my microphone was not working correctly. I do not know what happened. So the quality of my voice is not up to par, but I still wanted to release this episode. I hope you all enjoy it and I apologize for the terrible audio quality of my microphone. Nerds Adulting Podcast. I am your host, Peter. I am joined once again with my best good friend, Josh. What is going on, pal? How you hanging? What's up, Peter? It's been a minute. How you doing? It's been a little bit. We've been, you know, real real life has has gotten in the way of a few things. I'm in school. You're busy with training the future of the army. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, yeah, today is a special topic because we're going to be covering the classic game Contra. We're going to reminisce, talk a little bit about the game and how it came to be and why it's special. And actually, I have some thoughts on on how it sort of has influenced certain games even up until now that I would like to get into. But other than that, I am super pumped. What do you think about this topic? I think I think Contra is a great game. Uh, Con- Contra is a, is a, was like one of the first action type games that I ever played when I was uh, very young. Um, I don't know about how that goes for you or anybody else, but yeah, you know, the original Contra, I didn't really get around to playing the other ones, like the sequels and all the spin-offs and all that stuff. I I, heard that they were, they were insane, but the original Contra holds a special place uh, in my heart. Yeah. So the original Contra, I absolutely love, but I will say I played the sequel a lot more super C. Like I, Super C was probably like my favorite, one of my favorite all-time Nintendo games growing up. Contra being right there with because it's the same, same gameplay, game style, and everything, and it was just like better graphics, better music, just overall, just slightly better than everything that Contra was. But Contra is what is sort of like was like the the thing that got me into video games. Like I remember the first game I ever played. Like first game Nintendo game I was like I had played Atari but I don't remember much from Atari because I was very very young I was probably like I don't know four years old so the first game I ever played on Nintendo was Super Mario Brothers and I loved that game I played a game so I mean I have a tattoo about it I have a tattoo of level one one in my arm so that's just to show you how much I love that game or how much it means to me it was like the the first game I ever truly played but then Contra was the second game that I ever played. And I remember playing it at this, uh, my neighbor across the street, she was much older than me. She was probably like seven years older than me, I would guess, right? She was much older, but I was over there and she was with like one of her friends. And then I don't know, my, I think my dad was over there cause you know, he was friends with her dad and we were, she introduced me to Contra and I was blown away. Like it was just blew me away what I was seeing. And even the cover. Like the cover, we're gonna get into the cover, right? But even the cover, like I was like, holy shit! Like you know, like I was, I'm pissed myself because I was just having such a blast with this. Right, game, right, right. You know, Contra is a lot of fun. I mean, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about how fun Contra is. Yeah, and especially with the code and all that, when you have all the when you have the thirty lives code, it makes it a lot easier. I don't know if you ever played, play, tried playing the game with only three lives, but it's yeah, really. 
I beat fucking the game. hard. I beat the game raw, Peter. You actually you beat the game without using the code at all. Yep. That's pretty not as, not as a child. No. Not as a child. That's that's really impressive. That you I think I, I think I had it emulated on my PSP back when that was the big wig to do was to emulate games on mm-hmm. your PSP. Dude, I mean, I think anyone who's emulated anything has emulated video games almost any like <laughs> anything that you can get your hands on, you've probably emulated before yeah. on something. But that's dude, that was that's like one of the hardest games like that and like Ninja Gaiden you know, the first thing comes to, comes to my mind on the hard level the hard games of Nintendo. Yeah. And, every, I think it's funny that everybody calls it like oh, this game is a Souls like uh difficulty inspired by Dark Souls style games and I'm like how about we start saying Contra style is a Contra like game. It's a Ninja Gaiden game. That's interesting that people are considering Souls-like games to be, I guess, related to Contra because I never, I never connected those two together. Just because Contra was just, it was just a hard game. You know what I mean? It just, I don't, I, mean, I know Souls-born games are 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 hard. It's just they're so. I don't connect those two at all. I have a hard time finding that connection. Other than the fact they're just hard games. You oh know, like, yeah, exactly. That's the only connection I'm trying to make is that they're both extremely difficult. Yeah, and. I'm like, well, oh, man, we should do an episode of Ninja Gaiden. Fuck that game. I never beat that game. <laughs> I, I never did I. Yeah. Never I would like I. make it so far. And then there's I, another game. I never even made it far. I think it was Double Dragon 2 that had jumping fucking puzzles in a brawler. And it was like there's one part in the game I never could beat. And it just drove me fucking insane. I Fuck Double did. Dragon 2. Fuck that game. That game can go right to hell. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't matter even if there was a code. I don't remember if there was a code. It, I think I had a game genie or something. You could like give yourself a bunch of lives, but not right. infinite lives. It still didn't matter because if you couldn't get past the jumping puzzle, you were fucked. It was just like, oh, yeah. drove me crazy. So whoever had the grand idea of putting a jumping puzzle into a brawler, fuck you, fuck you. But anyways, so Contra, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the the original the, the time of like when Contra launched and some of the other stuff before we get into like exactly what Contra means to us and the memories that we have of that game, which we sort of started with. But I just th- I always find it interesting going back looking at sales numbers and like cost and inflation. I find it fascinating because by Infl- by the rate of inflation and compare it, games were way more expensive yeah. back in the like, way more expensive. So one thing, here's one thing: I could not find any solid data on contra sales, and this is also due to the fact that games weren't nearly as popular as they are now, where they had tracking and reports on individual games it just wasn't like that back then but i was still kind of surprised to find exactly like a good number and that so i I didn't find an actually an actual good number of for sales regarding the video game contract on the nes which i was a little disappointed by but nintendo games typically cost around 50 or 60 dollars do you know how much that is today in 19 1987 is when the game released so and there was still not a general consensus of how much that game cost. I estimated between fifty and sixty dollars. Do you know how much sixty dollars is when adjusted for inflation from nineteen eighty seven to present? No, please indulge me. It's a hundred and fifty one dollars. Ah, uh, what? According to 
in 2013dollars.com, where, where I got this number, this, and I did it on multiple things using the Google machine, <laughs> $60 in 1987 is $151 today. And you know what's funny? As I was thinking about this when I found that number out, when I was a kid, my dad never, hardly ever bought me a Nintendo game. We had a Nintendo, but he hardly ever bought a game. I had to save all my money doing shit around the house, chores, whatever, right? And then yeah. he would put in some money whenever we got, like, I think it was like half. If I got up to half that amount, he would pay the other half, and then he would buy a game for me. Now it all kind of like clicked for me, like, oh, that's why my dad didn't want to buy many fucking video games, because they were $150. Yeah. <laughs> that's why crazy so that kind of threw me for a loop i didn't really think about you know inflation but at the same at the same time i mean not to get not to get off topic too hard but like we still basically do that it's still at least in this era of gaming the way that most games have their business model set up whether and their live subscription services you're spending that amount of money more let's say you bought back in the day two maybe three games a year You'd be spending, you know, three hundred to four hundred and fifty dollars in a year. But think about how often people buy games now and what they're paying for their subscriptions for a live service or this or that. I mean, I think that it it can equate. Yeah, I think overall cost for the consumer for the gaming consumer. I think you're right. But I mean, I look at games. I mean, look at Elden Ring. Right, Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West, they both launched around the same time. They, so I bought both those games. No, I lied because I bought the Regala edition to do a YouTube video. But I bought Elden Ring for 60 because I didn't need any extra shit. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy Elden Ring, no vanilla. And I, you could have bought, 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 bought <laughs> Horizon Forbidden West for 60 bucks. I just think that if you just look back on the fact that people talk about this all the time is the fact that video games cost $60 now and they were the same price in 1987. It's kind of, kind of interesting. There's a lot of things that play there too. I just find it really interesting because just how much that really meant for a consumer back then. I always that much it, money. Right. Yeah. For one game. Could you imagine if they were like, Hey, here's Elden ring, no extras, $150. Could you imagine that? Like, it's crazy to me. I don't know. I, I just, would sit here and <laughs> jokes on you because I'm not buying it. I'll wait it. till I'll wait till five years from now at a garage sale <laughs> when you when you flash drop it to fucking seventy dollars and then I'll buy it. Right, half off. But side note, my mom bought me a shit ton of Nintendo games, like towards the end of way at the end of Nintendo's life cycle at garage sales. She would like literally anytime she would go to a garage, she was like a huge garage sale person. Anytime she would go to a garage sale and they had Nintendo games, she would just buy them. I had stacks of Nintendo games by the time, like, I don't know, mid nineties, like yeah, when yeah, yeah. I, I didn't, cause I didn't get an SNES until towards the end of its life cycle. I actually had a Sega Genesis much earlier than in, the, in those two life cycles, but my mom was still buying me Nintendo games. And like, I still played that. I played the Nintendo like forever, you know, up until like almost before the 64 came out, like before, cause I was in junior high, but I just, man. And then my mom threw them all away, but whatever. <laughs> we'll talk about, we'll, we'll talk about that another day. I don't want to be triggered. Hundreds today. of thousands of dollars wasted. Fuck man. Fuck. Even like, even, I didn't even want to sell them. I just want to have the collection. You know what I mean? I just want to have like, I want to have like a wall of all of my old Nintendo games. And this did is you, where did you have Contra? 
Oh yeah, I had Contra, Super C, yeah. Super Mario uh, World. I mean, every mint condition Contra cap cartridges go for a pretty penny right now. You know, it's interesting. Yeah, all, all those games go for pretty penny. There's actually a whole thing going on with the the racketeering and the conspiracy behind water games and this whole. The Kotaku just wrote an article about it about how they they're inflating the prices. Like those things aren't really two hundred thousand dollars, you know, or fifty thousand dollars. It's all like a system that's been gamed by the auctioneer companies. So, but it, I'm not going to get into that because I don't know the details, but I've been, I've read about it plenty, plenty over the past few years. But funny bit of that, because now that I remember my Contra, I, I play Contra so much. I remember that game, like it's being pretty beat up. I remember being, it being pretty beat up, pretty worn down. I remember like, cause you know how like in the cartridge, you could see like the color of the, not the chip. What what's the thing called inside when the the bus? The bus, sure. The the, the little plastic piece in there that looked like a piano to me. I just remember it was like a little piano in there. Whatever the, the computer yeah, yeah. chip section. Sure. That thing was fucking brown as shit, dude. <laughs> it, <was> like, <laughs> it looked beat. It looked beat to hell. Like it had been. It went through its through state, but it still worked. Right, right. right. But it's was, it was one of those games that I played so much. So one thing that I thought was interesting too as a kid was I remember being at the roller rink and there was an arcade game called Contra. And I was like blown away because I didn't know that Contra was originally an arcade game. And so basically Contra was developed and published by Konami, uh, which like, like I said, originally developed as a coin-op game, arcade game in 1986. And then was later released on February 20th in 1987. Uh, Contra was released for, this is just from Wikipedia. Contra was released for the Nintendo Entertainment System in North America in February of 1988. The version was produced in-house by Konami and features several differences from the arcade release in order to better suit the NES's hardware. For example, sprite, sprite effects like explosions are shown at 30 frames per second instead of 60 frames per second to work around the sprite limitations of the system. Now, that was interesting because I never thought about frames per second as a fucking kid. I thought that was a little, little interesting piece of information. I didn't take those things into consideration either. I mean, that's so for the for the arcade one, they had a higher frame count. No. So, yes, it was. I believe I don't have the official answer to that. on me, but I believe the game ran at a, in an entire its entirety at 60 frames per second. But in Contra they had to limit the explosions to 30 frames per second. And then when I read that, I specifically was thinking about, you know, the level where you're running forward instead of sideways. I specifically remember those explosions being a little bit slower than everything else, but I didn't think about frames per second. We didn't even know what frames per second, what FPS meant as a kid, you know, nowadays, like my, all all I did was look and go, yeah, like this game is awesome. This is amazing. Look at the aliens. Wow. <laughs> I'm shooting. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But you're saying that now your kid is like, oh, I'm only getting nine frames. Oh, yeah. Phoenix, Phoenix. I mean, he's going to be 13 next month, but he knows about frames. He's known about frames for, for a, a long time. I mean, he's been a PC gamer. He had a, since the day like he could game, he's always been on PC. He loves, he's just, that's just who he is, you know? And so we yeah, supported yeah. him. And so, yeah, it's just different, you know? Different, different time, different for everybody. The the Contra cover. 
Do you remember the cover? I'm sure you do. The cover itself for the yeah. original Contra? No. The game, I not the rem- arcade. The NES game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I do not. You don't remember the cover? No, I know it had Contra with the big C on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And then it had Just the two guys. The two pull, pull it up right now on your computer and okay, look at it. And I want to hear I want to hear your first thoughts when you see it. Like who what does it remind you of? Dun, 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 oh my god. Dun, Come on, this is Genesis. Dun, 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 This is taking a really long time. Then you share my screen. Just do Contra NES cover. Now you disappeared. Oh, there we go. Yep. Yeah, I do remember now. Okay. So, yeah, it's Aliens. Okay, all right. It's Aliens. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Literally his, like, one-for-one <laughs> pose from Predator and uh, Stallone. Stallone from Rambo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone, even as a kid, I was, I mean, I watched all those movies. Even as a kid, I was like, holy shit. You know, like, this is Arnold. This is this is Arnold and this is Rambo in aliens holy shit you know like that would be like the ultimate movie could you imagine if arnold and sylvester stallone were in an aliens movie even in- that in the at the bottom of it you can even see like it looks like the the fingers from a from a face hugger oh like yeah the, like the knuckles in the in the 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 limbs that it has i mean in the last level they have like face hugger like enemies right that come out of eggs don't they yeah that's right and and they come at you. It's just like, okay, this is definitely. But there there even is an, a monster, a boss that you fight that looks like a xenomorph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just remember. The, I only really remember the first boss, which was just that giant wall with guns in the first level, and then yeah, the yeah. last boss, which was a giant human heart. But God, that oh, God, that last level. That last level is like the aliens. Aliens definitely it was definitely influenced by the movie Aliens. Like yeah, James 100%. Cameron Avers. Yeah. And I love as a kid, I loved it because all of those things were, were huge for me as a kid because you know I consumed those movies and there were you know, I loved those movies. It was just I mean, even to this day, those movies like are huge for me. Like I can go back and watch any Terminator, original Rambo, Aliens, even even Predator, like those movies like I mean, but it's it's really well. it's Konami. I mean, they did the same thing for Metal Gear with uh for Kyle oh, yeah. Reese from from Terminator. They did the same yeah. thing. Yeah, for the cover uh on the it was the NES version though, right? Did they do Kyle Reese on the cover of the NSX MSX no, version? It's it's the NES version. Yeah, uh, it's not. I don't even think it's Snake's Revenge. I think it's the original Metal Gear. Yeah, yeah, they totally. They, I mean, it was very common. They, I mean, copyright. Like I said, video games. Like we said weren't as big as they are now. You do that now, someone's getting fucking sued. It's a billion dollar industry now. Back then, it yeah. wasn't the same. And so, so the original cover was done by a guy named Bob Wakelin, who passed away sadly recently. I don't know. It was a couple years ago. Might have been last year. But he was quoted as saying, "A predator slash alien ripoff is what the game appeared to be." So I supplied a predator slash alien style pick with ripped Arnie predator poses. And he also went on to say a couple of times the guys at Ocean said to me, "Look, Bob, this game really isn't very good, so we need special, we need an extra special cover." I suppose I should feel guilty for it. He also, so he also did the Ninja Gaiden cover, and he also did the Batman cover for the original NES. And those are like iconic 
Ninja Gaiden more so for me was an iconic cover. And so it was like Contra for me. Like whenever I think of Nintendo, those like some of the covers that I think of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so I just thought that was really interesting. He was just like, you know, it it looks like aliens at the same time though. Right. He he kept doing it. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 he, no, but I'm saying he did it for the other Contra games. And one of them, I don't know which Contra game exactly it is, but I'm pretty sure I think it might be a, an an SNES um, one. SNES, SNES, yeah, uh, Super an, Nintendo. Yeah, a Super Nintendo one where it's just straight up Sylvester Stallone. It's like straight up a one-for-one copy of him on the box. Like a, bla- like a blatant... Or just a game. Yeah. Of, it was- it's not, it's, but it's not Sylvester Stallone. It's Rambo, but it's like a blatant copy of Rambo. Which you don't know which game this one was. I don't remember which oh, one it is. That's interesting. I'd have to look it up. Yeah, yeah. I just I remember even as a kid seeing that like like this is fucking Arnold. This is fucking Sylvester Stallone. This is Aliens, and then that, that just like as a kid, your imagination runs wild when you're playing with your friends. Who's ever red? Who's blue? Yeah. Uh, shit, I had their names. What was their names now? I had their names written down somewhere. Who? Of the characters from Contra. The characters' names are Lance Bean and Bill Riser. That's right, Lance and Bill. And we used to talk about, like, did you ever fight over with your friends, like, oh, which color you wanted to be, like, red or blue? Nope, because no. I mostly played by myself. Oh, oh <laughs> you poor soul. Oh, my I, God. I play, I mean, I played with my sister, but she sucked. Because she was... Man, no, I don't want to play with you anymore. You she suck. was formidably younger than I was, so... Rachel, I, I love you. She's <laughs> listening to I'm clipping this. I'm going to send it to her on Facebook. <laughs> Josh says you suck the Contra. <laughs> yeah, I actually, every time I played Contra, for the most part, when I first was introduced to it, it, was with friends. Like the first time I played it was with my neighbor across the street. And then my friend, his name was Billy, who lived the street over behind me. We played all the time. We would have sleepovers. That was the game that we played. It was like that and another game called Akari Warriors. Now, Akari Warriors never ended. And we used the game Genie for infinite lives. And so we would play the game for like six hours straight till like 3 a.m. And then we could never beat it. It was ah, just like the good old days. Yeah, it was just like pointless, but it was just like so much fun. And and playing with your friends and pretending you're Arnold, pretending you're Schwarzenegger in this video game was just such a fucking blast. It was like the first true couch co-op game that I ever played and it like set things forward to like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, what else is there? Can Double Dragon. Those yeah. like in Contra, like the, all those games, like, so teenage, there was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to the arcade game, which was co-op. Then it was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three on the Super Nintendo, Nintendo Turtles in time. And then there was Contra Super C, which was a sequel on it. NES. And then there was Contra three on the Super Nintendo, man, so many double dragons to like, couch co-op with your friends back in the day was like the best and contra is like the start of all of that and i loved it even to this day we're still looking at games to play with our friends right i mean how many conversations do do we have which we never follow through on i'm like we should get this game we should play it and usually i'm the one like uh we don't play and we never like hit each other up but it's like yeah it's always about what games can we play together for the most part even though i'm more of a single player game singer single player game fan now just say a, a single player fan preferred? single preferred single yeah whatever anyways that's how it's kind of like where i've transitioned because everyone has progressed all my friends that i've played stuff with is, has pr- progressed so yeah 
Yeah. Is there anything about that cover that we didn't touch on that? Uh, not really. The cover was always pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really cool. Okay. So we sort of talked about how, how we were introduced. How, so how are you officially introduced to Contra? Like how were you, how did it like? So I remember it being, um, when I had moved to Puerto Rico, right? I had a Nintendo and to be completely honest with you, the Nintendo wasn't, they didn't buy the Nintendo for me. It belonged to somebody else. And they had just given it, somebody else in my family. And they had just given it to my mom so that I could have it. And uh, it came with, they had Contra. But, and so that's how I, I, I really was introduced to it. I kind of just, kind of just fell in my lap. You saw the cover. I, and like, I, I blew. fucking awesome. No, there was no box covers for any of the, Contra, for any of the NES games. I just had the, the stacks of the cassettes. Well, they... They had pictures of them on the actual cassettes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, like, I didn't have... I, I mean, I guess I must have seen it. I don't have, like, a vivid memory of being like... <gasps> I just remember being like, this looks interesting, and putting it in, and then being like, <gasps> this is so great. <laughs> There's death everywhere. I can shoot in eight directions. Dude, the, I just remember the the sliding of the title screen coming over, like, in yeah, the game. Yeah, 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 and then yeah, you yeah, just yeah. see them, like, back-to-back, like... Every fucking action hero, every time, every kid wanted to be an action hero, every boy, for the most part, wanted to be an action hero with their best friend back to back, you know, kicking ass, right? Just kicking ass and not looking at explosions (laughs) as they walk away. And that's what, like, for that was like, that was for me, like, one of the coolest things about just Contra, right? Was like, it's you and your homeboy. Saving the world, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but the aliens. <laughs> and they're, to be completely honest with you, they're moving unreal, so unrealistically agile for how huge these guys are portrayed. Dude, they're literally doing front flips and back flips. <laughs> That's how like, they jump. Like back to back to back <laughs> to back to back to back to back. Like, <laughs> for, when I remember, like, to a point, my strat was just like, just keep jumping. Like, this guy, I knew that this guy's legs were dead. Like, Leg day is over at the end of this mission. I need to recover for eight weeks before I go on my next operation. Because I would just jump the whole the whole map and just be like, just hold down the shoot button and just fuck people up as like a roving death blossom. That's what I would do. I would get the fucking, the heavy machine gun or whatever, or the fucking, yeah, and just fucking across the whole thing and just decimate everybody. It's funny, like, I mean, as a kid, I never really thought about realism in Contra, but it kind of reminds me of, like, games like... I mean, like, I'm thinking about it now. Been, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny, even, but even to this day, I don't even think about that. But I do in other games, like Uncharted, when you're climbing, I'm like... Oh, Assassin's Creed? Assassin's Creed, Horizon, Forbidden West, Zero Dawn, like, all, like, you're like... I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, Aloy should be fucking jacked. The way she can climb rocks and stuff and never gets tired, I'm like, even or even Nathan Drake, like these people should be fucking ripped. Like Nathan Drake looks like an average guy, like you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean he's very handsome, but Nathan, <laughs> so outside of that, but I mean, like, you ever seen like he just looks like a normal average human body? You know, I'm like, just and this dude's like literally like hanging. Yeah, he doesn't over, have like, he doesn't have like insane crazy muscle definition. Yeah. Like, 
He doesn't look like, yeah, I just walked out of the gym. Yeah, I'm all venous as fuck right now. Like, he's mm. fine. Should be looking like Liverman. You ever see that guy, Liverman or whatever? No, what? The, Liver King? Liver King. Sorry, yeah, yeah Liver, Liver, Liver King. Man. What? <laughs> Liver King. And Liver then, dude, King. That's how, like, Nathan Drake probably should look <laughs> if yeah. we're talking about getting real with it yeah exactly but, everybody does nobody thinks about these realistic things like are you getting enough calories out here in the jungle to be doing this shit right now dude yeah if like uh hit <laughs> the hunt and kill like play like metal gear solid freestyle mm, there's a reference in yep. contra <laughs> yep exactly hit the hunt and, and find animals to eat oh, so you yeah. better even, go even in metal gear when you had like that gauge where you your grip gauge i remember yeah. even that i was like this is really long <laughs> and you can make it better by doing pull-ups remember that yeah, yeah yes i remember that yes. yeah i yeah. think that i think it's funny that there's like that contra plays the way it does and you don't really get upgrades like that's everybody's thing now with games is like you've discovered a new piece of equipment and you can do this with it now and then now throughout the game regularly that kind of equipment will or that kind of equipment needs to be used to solve a puzzle or get across certain terrain that Otherwise, it's like, what if I had never found this hook line thing? Would I just be like, well, I guess I can't save the world now. Bye. And just fuck off. This game is like, all it gives you is like, there's a super weapon on the ground. Get it. And then you could get the super weapon and then you can fuck people up. They all had infinite ammo. Did they? Yeah, there was no ammo, dude. There was no. Yeah, they all had infinite ammo. You could, could you throw grenades in no, the first was, contract? No, you nope. could not. You couldn't do anything. But shoot and jump. That's, That's all right. you could do. Just shoot and jump. Even in Super C. Yeah. Okay. In so Contra Three, you did have a special ability that just like blew everything up on screen. You could use. Oh and yeah. You could have, and you could have two weapons. You could switch between, which I loved. I thought it was a really cool thing. Uh, but yeah, there was no. The games back then were so simplistic. You know, the the games are so nuanced now and so complex like n there was nothing like the most complex stuff you saw was like probably like dragon warrior and final fantasy and final fantasy wasn't what you know it is today it was just a dungeon crawler you just went to dungeons and defeated that's all there was no story there's a dungeon yeah even, and even, Zelda, like even with games Zelda. now even with games now people are like hey babe i'm gonna go on this uh raid with my buddies uh it's gonna be yeah it's gonna be about six hours i'll see you at like 2 a.m and she's like, okay, babe. And you go and you play your fucking raid with your buddies for six hours. And then when you get done, for some reason, you get no drop. Or you'll get a drop that's like, you just got the same weapon that you did this raid with. And it's only 0.5% better. And you're like freaking out. You're like, yeah! But then like you play Contra and you just fucking slap aliens the whole way. It's just hard. There's no, like, if you get this gun, it's better. It's just certain guns are just better at crowd control. That's really the things with, with the guns and, and, and shit like that in, in, in Contra. And if the fucking, um, what's it called? If you miss the little balloon that was going to bring it, sucks to suck. Because, like, you, you're not getting the gun now. And I have to deal with your with your base weapon. I played Contra so much that I knew like which balloon because it was the same every time. I knew which balloon was going to be which weapon and I would just skip some of them because I didn't want them. So that's interesting you brought that up. So do you remember all the weapons? The laser one? The mm -hmm. laser? That yep. you'd shoot yep. and, yep. pew, pew, and yep. then there was a shotgun? 
Well, spread. You talking about the spread gun? Yeah, S. the spread gun. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The spread call it, gun. Well, I guess it's interesting because it is an S. I, we we always call it the spreader, the spreader gun. I don't know if there's an official name for it. It's a shotgun. It's got a good spread. I'm pretty sure the official name was spreader. That's fine. That's totally fine. But, but it's, it's a shotgun. It's very funny. Is among the amount of times I've talked about this game with other people, and I've never heard it called shotgun, which is I think a fair a fair assessment. But I ever thought about it that way. Fine. Anyways, Whatever. Blunderbuss. Whatever, Peter. All right? <laughs> fucking a shot cannon. What do you want? Uh, uh, fucking... I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's interesting because I've never heard of it, but it does fit. A yes. fucking a wad load scattergun. How about that? Okay, fine. Whatever. Okay. okay. What else? Is that it? Um, no, so there was a laser. There was the spread gun. Um, the base rifle that shot... I don't know if it shot bursts. Nope. It just was continuous. Yeah, it was just one. You, you literally had to tap every shot. It was just a white dot. That's all it was. And then there was one that you would ho- you could hold the button, I think. And it machine was conti- gun. Machine gun. Yeah, because it was N. Yep. There was one more. I don't remember what the other one. The was. fire gun that shot rings of fire. Oh yeah. It's just like spin. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. I man. Wow. Yeah, and no, I didn't. I don't like any of those guns other than machine gun and spread. That's the only two guns I ever fucking cared yeah. about. In that game. I, every time I saw the laser, I'm like, for what? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it did multiple hits. Like I remember that first boss where there's that red dot you have to like hit. On oh, that. you can fuck that thing up with the laser. Yeah, with the laser on that one. I don't remember specific other bosses. I think it's probably good against the heart boss at the very end. That's like the other one I really remember. But well, the reason the reason the laser is so good, right, is because when you jump. I remember this. When you jump and you shoot, as you start to fall, your shots go with you. So your shots change trajectory. So like, let's say you're trying to shoot that red eyeball thing, right? Mm-hmm. You jump and you shoot, and the, but then you tap it four times, and only two will actually hit the eye because you fucking are falling. But with the laser, it has continuous damage throughout the right. length of the laser. So when you shoot straight, the whole fucking laser comes out at once, and the entire laser deals damage. Dude, that laser gun also too. I remember being it was like very like loud and obnoxious. Yeah, it was I like remember. fucking loud. To, yeah. Like loud as fuck. <laughs> yeah, it was like the loudest gun in the game. It was just like super like obnoxious about it. I didn't yeah, remember, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah, man. For me, it was always we were always fighting over who got the spread gun. It was like we had to alternate when we would play because if someone got the spread gun and it wasn't their turn to get the spread gun, oh shit, you would not yeah. hear the end of it with from your friends. Yeah, man. That's true. That was like every, that was obviously my favorite weapon, but the machine gun. I like that. So in Contra Three, it actually started you off with a machine gun. Like there was no machine yeah. gun in Contra Three in the Super Nintendo. Like that was like I liked about what I liked about that game. I already talked about how Contra was introduced, introduced me. I'm not going to dive too too much into it, other than it was just like literally the second Nintendo game that I ever played, and it was just like this is my life now. <laughs> like this. This yeah. game was meant for me. This video games are for me. And that was like the moment that I had. And that was when I knew I wanted a Nintendo. Like I had played Commodore 64. We had an Atari. Uh, well, my neighbor had a Commodore. My friend, his dad had a Commodore 64. We played things like Ghostbusters and Donald Duck's Playground, which was okay. Then Mario Brothers was on there, which was kind of cool. But when I played Super Mario World, Super Mario Brothers, and then when I played Contra, you best believe I was asking my dad every couple of months about that NES. And I actually remember how my my dad my dad uh, got me my Nintendo. 
he uh, I don't know what it was for, if it was anything special, but he was in the garage and my mom was like, he was call he was calling for me. My mom like yelled for me as so I came in wherever she was at. He's like, Your dad's calling you. So I went out, I went out to the garage and my dad was standing there holding it up, like holding up the Nintendo system. Like and it, you know, it was like one of those moments. It's like, holy shit, like remember the sixty four? Yeah. Remember the Nintendo sixty four Christmas video? It was like yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, that, that super was, viral video. Yeah. Nintendo 64. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. yes. Dude, I remember I remember when I I sorry I'm sorry to throw you off. I remember no. when I bought my son the Switch and in my head I was like please god do the thing. I was so hoping that he was going to go, go viral, man. Ah! Right, exactly. <laughs> but instead he was like wow. <laughs> Wow, us Nintendo Switch, like not freaking out at all. Yeah, you know it's it's funny. Like my kids never got like really excited. I remember Phoenix; he really wanted to play Half Life Alex so bad, and so I got an Oculus. This was like two Christmases ago. He was pretty damn excited for it, but he didn't like scream. Like when I got my Nintendo, I'm pretty sure I screamed and jumped up and down. I'm pretty sure. Not maybe not as crazy as 64 kid, but yeah. But at the same time, though, like at the t- at that time, consoles were not in every household like it is now. Oh no! Like we talked about almost, inflation. Like, almost every house now will have something, even if it's a fucking iPad for the parents not to pay attention to their child. Even if it's an iPad, you know, like every household is going to have some kind of screened device that you can play a a game on there's no i mean that's just the way it is yeah you know but back like so i think the nintendo launched at 200 dollars a pop so like you adjust that for inflation that's like 400 to 500 dollars i mean <laughs> even now but now i think about it like like that's how much you pay for our consoles now but still that's a lot of money but yeah. so but also games weren't as mainstream i don't think they made as many as they did as they do now so it just—it was just a different time for those of you that yeah. weren't alive three thousand years ago. Three thousand, <laughs> thirty thousand years ago. I was there, Gandalf. Thirty thousand years ago. It's it like my favorite. It meme. is. It is but, three thousand. Is it three? Oh, it's three thousand. But Gandalf, but Gandalf is like twenty-four thousand years old. Right. But when when what's his name was talking that, that meme? You know what I mean for Lord of the Rings. That, that's how I feel when we talk. We were talking about Brandon and I were talking about subscription models. Like I was saying how like how much I hate software as a service and paying for a subscription to use like Adobe or like Microsoft Word. It's like, I, I was like, I miss the days of just buying it. He was like, yeah, but kids these days don't even know what that is. And then I said that meme, like no yeah. one remembers that. Now it's normal now. Everyone thinks everything's a service. Like, no, back in the day, you used to pay for the software and then you owned it. Yeah. So like people, do, people don't know, it. people don't know what the point of the, the save icon is unlike most softwares. They just think that's the save icon. They don't know it's a floppy disk. Oh, yeah, the the image of yeah, yeah, the picture of it. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's funny. I don't even think I don't even think about that when I see it. I, I mean, I'm at this point now where I'm conditioned to oh, it's a save button. But you're right. Yeah, it's a floppy disk. Yeah. Yeah, but like people that don't know about floppy disks will see that and go, "Save, that's just the save save, save icon." It's going to be the save icon forever. Yeah. Like there's no you can't you're not going to change that. Yeah, that's funny. I never even thought about that. You good? You okay? Yeah, sorry. I was about to be like, ah! you might have to <laughs> go. What what just happened? Go into dad mode. No, that's fine. Yeah. All right, and then kind of want to talk a little bit more about why Contra 
we've been talking about, I think we're a little over 40 minutes now, and I think we can wind it down. And there's only two other things I wanted to get to. And one of those was, I mean, basically, why was it special to you? Why is Contra special to me? Yeah. So, as you know, I love violence. I'm just kidding. I love... Oh, my God. I might have to do... Hey! Cut it out! I wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Lay down. Quit being weird. I've been to Korea. Dog is a delicacy there. That's right. Chest to the dirt. Boma! Damn it! Cut it out. She's just looking at me. She's looking at me, and then she's like... Like on the on the carpet, she's like... Yeah. Relax. Wait till your mother gets... Stop! She's trying to lick Taurus's ass. Yeah, that's what dogs do. Yeah, but Taurus's tail is flopped over. She's like... <laughs> like that like like what the fuck dude like really trying to go at it yeah Boma. and Taurus doesn't move he's just like yeah fucking <laughs> <laughs> weirdo you guys are just as bad as privates and then Django can you see Django <laughs> spread eagle <laughs> Django is, is Django spread eagle right now yeah that's him right there you see him yeah Django get up <laughs> he dead huh <laughs> Good job. Thank you. All right. <sighs> so, Contra, uh, as you know, like I said, I love like shooter games and action adventure games. So, Contra was really one of the big, at the time, you know, like big, big names uh, for that kind of style of gameplay. And it was such a, such a draw for me. And even though I didn't really do like the co-op experience very much, I did spend a lot of time with it alone. I didn't really play a lot of the sequels and the spinoffs, and, but the original base Contra um, really, really um, influenced who I became as a gamer later on in my mid-tier of my gaming um, lifetime, let's call it. Midlife gamer? Yeah, midlife, midlife gaming, sure. Is that what we want to call it? No, I don't, I don't want to call it that. We'll call it something else. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll workshop it. But Contra was a was a big game in 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 that time. I don't really have any emotional ties to it. Like, oh, I used to do it with the, my friend that I don't see anymore. I used to play it a lot with my sister. It's nothing like that. It's really is really a personal thing. And so that's why I I, th I find it um, intriguing that um, we got to talk about it today. And I, I love Contra. Contra, like I said, it's it set a lot of standards. Um, I think, especially for like side scroller games, like Hello, Metroid, Mega Man, all that kind of stuff. They all worked well together. All right, that's uh, that's really all I got. No, no that yeah, that's fine. I just I, I already talked a little bit about why Contours. It's just it was like it introduced me to like this whole another world. It was like my gateway drug to video games. <laughs> like, sure, it was. It led me to, and I was lucky enough to have a bunch of friends that played. You know, I got to play with, and so it led to all those other games. Like I said, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, other Contras, Double Dragon. Those yeah. like the the main games that we played cooperatively, and it just was uh, just an amazing time. It was just so much fun, you know. But also nostalgia plays plays a factor into that. You know, I was a kid. I didn't have any any worries in the world. You know, I could just sit there and play video games all day, and. But it really just was special to me because of all the friendships and all the memories that I created with my friends. Just us bickering about which weapons we got, us talking about who, what color we wanted to be. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And then, and then the Contra code, 
you know, which we didn't even really get into. Do you know the Contra code? I do not. To get 30 lives? Yeah. I have it. I cheated. Like, I mean, I can't like, say. I have it in like front a, of me. Sounds like a bitch move. So, what? <laughs> I got to use codes to win. I'm just kidding. <laughs> dude, I was like eight yeah, years old. I'm just kidding, no dude. You're a child. I'm just like, kidding. There's no fucking way. If you're eight years old and you beat that game, <laughs> bravo no, no, no. to you, I, sir. I beat it as a, as a, I think I was like maybe 16. Yeah, the yeah, I was actually able to beat Super C. So Super C had a ten man code, like a ten lives code. But I was actually able to beat that game. I think it was a little bit easier than Contra, the original Contra. But I was able to beat Super C without using any codes or anything, just with the three lives that you started with. Because I like I played that game so much, I knew like every single movement. So the code, which actually I is going to be part of my sleeve that I'm getting on my arm, is up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start. Or select start if you wanted to do it for two players. Fun fact, did you know that that code was used in another game before Contra? The same code? No. Gradius of 1986 actually used that same code. I don't know what Gradius is. It's a scroller shooter, like R-type sort of of thing. Mm. But I didn't know that actually until recently. I didn't know that that was the same code. But yeah, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I just had a lot of memories, and so that leads me to like our favorite memories of the game. What uh, what are some of your like favorite memories that you have with Contra? I don't really have any like. Oh well, it, this isn't really like a Nintendo era kind of thing. But when I did have it emulated, I remember me and my a couple of my buddies, we all had PSPs and we all emulate like, uh, uh, jailbroke. Yeah, I, I think, think yeah, I you think that, uh, I don't know if that's the right for, term. Firmware hacked them probably. Is yeah, the term. And then we did it so that we could put a bunch of different games on them and like um we were playing we all downloaded Contra and we stayed up all night. This is the night that I beat it and we all stayed up all night to see who could beat it first. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And we all had our different PSPs. We weren't playing together. We we're playing separate, but we were right. all trying to accomplish the same task that actually sounds like a lot of fun you guys are all in the same room together though yeah yeah that sounds like a lot of fun yeah Yeah. playing the same game and it's like a race to the finish yeah that's pretty cool i like that yeah Yeah. i don't i don't have any specific memories other than the fact that i i'll never forget my first time playing contra i had to be like only like seven years old maybe because i had to be like 89 90 when i first played it and i just remember being blown away and this this girl this teenage girl showing me all the stuff I mean, it was like anything like weird. Like I was into her like as a kid. You know what I mean? She was just really a nice, a nice kid, and she let me yeah. play games with her, and it was just so much fun. And just I fell in love with this game. It, hit. it was all the things that I loved about sci-fi and movies tied into one, from the cover yeah. to the guns to the, and it just, just blew me away. I mean, I was just in love with that game, and it just sort of snowballed into everything. And I was playing. So recently, I was playing uh, Returnal. And they introduced co-op a few months back. I was playing co-op with a buddy of mine. And they got Contra vibes from that game. Really? And I know this doesn't seem kind of like weird to put those two together, but it's set in like this alien world. You're fighting aliens. You have these kick-ass guns that you can unlock. And it's co-op. And it's super fucking hard. And it just was like, you know what? This is really weird to me, but I'm getting kind of like a Contra feel. Contra... Like yeah, 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 yeah. Nostalgism 
whatever you want to call it. Yeah, when yeah, I, was playing I, it. I feel that. I feel you on that. Yeah, and that was, is that is strange how like we make these connections as gamers to things to games that like either meant a lot to us or 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 that we have fond memories of. That's really cool, man. 